Welcome to Radio Free Culture from WFMU, where we examine issues at the intersection of digital culture and the arts. My name is Andrea Salenzi, and in this episode, we'll be talking with Free Music Archive curator Jeff Kohler about his project, Radius. Radius is an experimental radio broadcast platform based in Chicago, Illinois. So, Jeff, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So what is Radius? How did it start, and how has it grown? Uh, Radius is, um, like you said, experimental radio broadcast platform that started back in 2010, and our first broadcast started January of 2011. And we host a monthly episode with new artists from all around the world with a focus on artists who are using uh, the radio spectrum and electromagnetic uh, frequencies as kind of a primary medium of their art practice. So we really try to support artists who are engaging with the kind of tonal and public spaces of uh, not only radio spectrum, but uh, the entire kind of frequency range that uh, is available to use in a context of sound performance, broadcast, installation, also trying to activate interesting ways of uh, finding uses for radio, not only as kind of a, a mono path broadcasting where there's a sender and a receiver, but kind of trying to open up this idea of what a radio broadcast is and trying to think more specifically about where you are, who you are, and what you're listening to in a particular time and place. I'm just blown away by the amount of content you guys put together. And one of the ways that your issues are released is through the Free Music Archive, and you're up to your ninth edition coming out. And something that's really unique about the work you do on the Free Music Archive is that every file has a sonic logo at the start of it. How did you discover this logo and and how does it change the way you, you work with the sound? Yeah, that was sort of a a happy accident. Um, We have kind of a 14-second, we call it the radius loop, and it was kind of riffing on this idea of an introduction that kind of a more traditional radio program would produce. And the idea was that since a lot of uh, the content that we put out is um, potentially abstract in nature, we wanted to kind of have something that would indicate uh, transmission was occurring. So say you actually do tune into a radius broadcast in Chicago, uh, it would kind of be an indicator that um, after this 14-second kind of squeaks of the radio spectrum that then a piece of uh, audio art would be coming your way. And the we broadcast radius using... Uh, this very special artist-made radio transmitter called the Audio Relay Unit, which was originally a project between uh, an art group 
called Temporary Services and Brennan McGaffey. Uh, and there are two transmitters in existence. So there's a 2002 model and 2003. And so it's a handcrafted uh, kind of mobile broadcasting unit uh, with the idea that it can travel to locations and you can execute radio broadcasts without access to the power grid. So it has the potential of doing radio transmissions in the middle of nowhere using a solar panel that will charge a car battery. And actually the 14-second radius loop was generated actually the first time I received the audio relay unit. I turned it on and kind of didn't ground the signal properly, and so you've kind of got this undulation of a high pitch and a low pitch over and over again that was happening, I think, every one and a half seconds. And I happened to be recording the first time I turned it on um, from a radio, and so it's kind of a a happy accident of interference that's happening with a low-power FM transmitter that then I kind of just tacked on and it became the sort of sonic logo for Radius. That sounds so cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is it still functioning and working well? Oh, yeah. The the transmitter is, is still in total working condition. I think it's about 14 years old now. And we've been, I think we've executed about 427 individual broadcasts since our first date in our t- um, January of 2011. And Still working well. Hmm. Um, Thanks to the engineering of, um, and, you know, an artist-made transmitter, that's a pretty pretty good time span for a piece of analog technology. Yeah, I know that WFMU is constantly having transmitter grief, and all. I yeah, it's it's something that I I don't think you can have a transmitter without problems. It's association I had, so that's great. I mean, that's part of my interest with radio, and I think w- one thing that kind of normal uh, licensed or commercial radio stations don't really talk about is the actual technology that's used behind the medium. It's usually the idea that radio is kind of an apparatus to project stories to people or um, really expensive music content. And I think something Radius is interested in is using uh, radio as a creative medium. So I oftentimes like to describe it that a painter might use oil or water paints as a medium to produce images and the work that we're trying to support is artists that are using the actual medium of radio as a way to produce and create artwork. So I was just looking over past patch episodes that you've released on the Free Music Archive. So the first one was failure, which seems like appropriate. <laughs> uh, memory <laughs> Voice, uh, landscape, absence, ghosts, distance, history, and now we are up to narrative. Where do your ideas come from for what each issue is going to be titled? Like, how do you discover a theme in the sound art and transmission art you're discovering and then decide to highlight that and curate it? Yeah, well, the the past series has been a totally great thing for us as curators because one, one of our major goals with Radius in the beginning was to find a way to keep 
content alive and active. And in other words, a lot of times art projects are produced, and right now in particular this idea of the archive is a really hot topic in contemporary art in general. And it's often in terms of, like, how do you kind of file or keep a storage um, in potentially a place where that isn't accessible to the public? And one thing that we're really interested in doing with Radius is keeping content alive and finding new and interesting ways of, and in this particular instance, patching together episodes. So huh. we, we're on our 56th episode, wow. and which means that... We have 56 episodes of artists who are kind of engaging with a very similar medium. And so for the Free Music Archive, we wanted to figure out ways of like actually kind of patching together themes that we've found throughout these 56 episodes and finding ways of linking together content that isn't necessarily based on aesthetics like normal radio station would be contemporary classic or the jazz station and that's really about what something sounds like and a lot of the artists that we support are also interested in conceptual ideas and so we've kind of been digging through the radius archive and finding ways of putting together episodes in a way that deal with similar themes and topics so this month's episode on Free Music Archive is this idea of narrative. And so oftentimes in the radio world, the, the term narrative content might mean something very different than our version of narrative content. But I feel that uh, these three episodes for the patch number nine narrative are kind of hopefully complicating the idea of what a narrative piece can be in terms of uh, transmission art. Well, actually, that's, that's like a challenge of entry that I always have with sound art and transmission art is a lack of narrative. Like I'm such mm-hmm. a radio geek. I always love a story, even if that story is this DJ picked this song for me to listen to. Like I still want something in my listening experience that I can kind of cling to. And right. sometimes in the absence of that, I, I, I have a trouble holding attention. And that is kind of a delightful part of the experience of sound art is like learning to focus and find a story in something. So I think it's interesting that while narrative is a given with a lot of the kind of storytelling work I do, narrative isn't always a given in in the art that you focus on. Yeah, and I think like one important thing that we try to do is with each episode that we publish and release and broadcast, we also kind of have a secondary online version of uh, the piece, which allows the artist to give a statement about their work, right? So oftentimes when you're listening to something, the kind of content that you're getting might not necessarily be narrative or informative, but perhaps if you knew the intention behind the piece or maybe what the piece was made out of as far as the material that they're using or the concepts, um, that then you can kind of draw interesting relationships between what you're hearing and maybe what the artist is after in terms of the concepts of the work. So although I, I, I do like a good story, I also do like to wander while listening. <laughs> well, let's hear a couple selections from patch number nine, Narrative. The first one 
is from your episode 14. Sarah Pinheiro, could you tell me a bit about what you liked about this piece? Yeah, Sarah, Sarah Pinheiro is um, an artist who we hosted quite early on, and, and she very explicitly states in her project statement that her main and primary focus of her work is narrative. Although there's no spoken word kind of guiding the listener in terms of a, a story, a beginning and a middle of the end, she's oftentimes, and in particular in this work, I think, crafting kind of a sonic narrative. There's definitely someone or something in that piece that's kind of guiding you through, uh, through the work. Let's hear the first minute minute or so of the piece. And, and something I want people to keep in mind is that the entire piece is eight minutes long, and it's supposed to tell the story of a hero's journey. So it's obviously going to evolve after this minute or so that we're going to listen to. And to hear the rest of it, you'll want to go over to freemusicarchive.org and look it up. The next selection we're going to listen to is from episode 17, and it's called Bits and Pieces by Timo Kalin. I love listening to this piece on headphones. It's like it's like a smorgasbord of different sounds kind of interacting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Timo's work is interesting. He's a, an artist based in Berlin and has been making sound work since the early 70s. And he started by making kind of sound sculptures. He was one of the kind of first wave of people who made a sculpture that made a sound. And oftentimes he was making these very delicate, furry objects that I think the idea was you touched and then you also are listening. And both uh, Timo and um, Sarah Pinheiro's work is very microtonal in nature. Um, So the idea of listening to this in your car or listening to it on a radio boombox in a public space is going to have a very different effect than if you're listening to it with headphones or something like that. I thought it was interesting that it's described as an acoustic metaphor of current political and economic crises. I think it's interesting the idea of an acoustic metaphor and how do you, how do you build that and how does it create narrative? I think that oftentimes sound artists or transmission and radio artists are interested in this idea that 
kind of a listening practice as a way to relate to bigger issues in that the kind of texture and quality of a piece can potentially project uh, in an outward direction that can talk about bigger issues outside of just kind of being guided through someone who's kind of telling you exactly how you're supposed to feel. And I think that oftentimes sound artists are kind of trying to create an alternative way of uh, guiding the listener through an experience that might not be so literal. If someone has a trip planned to Chicago really soon, what should they do when they get there? Well, Radius is totally lucky that for a year we have a studio space uh, right now in uh, this building called the Mana Contemporary Building. And the idea is that we're trying to activate the space through a series of uh, workshops, installations, and so actually at the end of this month, um, in October 29th, we're doing a, an artist-led workshop on a micropower FM transmitter workshop where people can come in and uh, be able to build a small, low-watt transmitter that runs on a 9-volt battery that was, I think, originally designed by this Japanese radio artist, Tetsu Kazawa. And so you can come in, and for $15, you can walk out with your own radio transmitter and have a radio party with your friends. <laughs> um, is there anything else coming up for Radius? Constantly. We're finishing a big year-long series in November uh, called Grids, which has been a four-part series where we're commissioning artists to make work in response to what I think is kind of the core idea of radio, which is electricity. Hmm. Um, so we, we commissioned four different artists. Um, well, the first episode happened in February. We commissioned a group called Radioactive from Finland that made a piece in response to the threat of a nuclear power plant that was going to be built. And then we've hosted uh, work by artist Ethan Rose, where a choir hummed the overtones of a, an audio transformer at a site in the south loop of Chicago. Uh, then we had a Vancouver-based artist named Kristen Roos come all the way from Vancouver to do a piece about electrosmog, which is this idea of uh, the kind of 
electromagnetic waves that are surrounding us on a daily basis and kind of creating a metaphor between uh, how the potential of uh, electrical impulses that are surrounding our body might be looked at in maybe 20 years down the road in a similar way that whole power plants functioned with our health, you know, back from the 50s. And, you know, now they're kind of a taboo subject. And the last uh, part of the series is with an artist named Amanda Gutierrez, who will be doing um, a video installation and sounds piece uh, coming up in Chicago uh, in late November. And if you want to keep interested, uh, we're very active on our main website, which is the radius.us. And then you can also find us and we hang out on, on Twitter and et cetera, SoundCloud. Um, and also on the free music archive. Great. But the place to start really is the radius.us to learn more about the project. Um, thank you so much for talking with me today, Jeff. Your work is Thanks. so fascinating. Thanks for catching up, Andrea. It's great to talk, and thanks for having me on the show. Radio Free Culture is produced by WFMU and the Free Music Archive and is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts. Our theme song is by Smoothest Ruins by Thick Business and can be found at freemusicarchive.org.